0: It's now time for Cannabis Talk 101 with Blue, Joe Grande, and Mark and Craig Wasserman, the Pot Brothers at Law. We're the world's number one podcast for everything cannabis.
2: Hello and welcome to Cannabis Talk 101. My name's Blue. Alongside of me is the world famous Pot Brothers at Law, Mark and Craig Wasserman, and Mr. Joe Grande. i to say George
3: Lopez right now. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Coming to say Joe Grande. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Grande. <laughs> thank you, Blue. Now, Joe, let us know what's going down on the show, buddy. Well, I just want to thank everybody
4: for listening to us all around the world. We greatly appreciate you guys. If you ever want to call up and say hello, it's one 800 420 1980 Make sure you check out the website and of course all of our social media handles at Cannabis Talk101, at pot underscore brothers underscore at underscore law. Mark is at Waslaw. Craig is at Waslaw Dog. Blue is at 1, Christopher Wright. Hello. I am at Joe Grande 52 and Cannabis Talk 101 will be in Texas. That's right, Houston, Texas, October 9th and 10th at the George Brown Convention Center for C3, the counterculture convention, and I cannot wait for us to be there. It's
2: going to be off the chain, guys. I think it's going to be really
4: good, and as uh, the weekend just passed, you guys, we uh, had a chance to remember 9-11, and I know... That uh, it's a Monday for everybody listening. This is when the podcast is dropping on Monday the thirteenth, and I just want to ask you guys: is before no, we get so into
2: hold on, hold on. is the tenth? We're doing it the day before. It doesn't matter. It does matter, Joe. You're you're missing the whole point of why we're doing it. Then we might as well not even do the show. Okay, am, bye. am I wrong?
3: Am I wrong, Pip? I want to hear this. I don't think Blue's wrong. I I think I understand what he's okay, saying. Okay. I
4: Okay, that's fine. We so on the 11th, perfect perfect, 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 perfect. Ready, ready. As we reflect on 9/11, you guys, uh, I wanted to get your thoughts because it's Friday the 10th, and tomorrow is going to be 9/11. Yes. I, I just like to always think and reminisce, and you know, it makes me think of when I was a kid when John F. Kennedy passed and got shot. You know, my mom and always hearing her friends talk about where were you when JFK was shot, and maybe Craig and Mark, you guys can relate to that, and also you, Blue. With your mom, I know your mom's might be a little younger than than mine was, but uh, that was like a big conversation. I always remember them talking about, like sure. at, when they were playing cards and barbecues. It always would get brought up, as so does nine eleven. As we look at nine eleven tomorrow, going, dude, where were you on nine eleven? Sure. So I'm just so curious because probably Craig, you're the oldest, and you're gonna be the first one gone. Where were you on nine eleven? The first one gone.
2: <laughs> Did you hear that, Craig? As we do the Jesus. light pull, Amanda, are you back there? It's gonna you, be me. No. Can you slap Craig?
3: I just I, to- mean, <laughs> I mean, Joe. I, I was. I was at home, just chilling at home. I, I, I think I was at home getting ready to go to work, if I'm not mistaken. And all of a sudden, on the news, you see the shit—the first airplane—and then, oh my God, the second airplane. And yeah, I was home.
4: Did you have an emotional roller coaster? Did it hit you because you're making it sound like it's no big deal for right now? I mean, there's no emotion behind your whole little I was at home.
3: <laughs> I was at home, you asked me. No where big
4: deal. I, was. I mean, how did it feel for you? I mean, when you reflect back on nine eleven, I was at home, the fucking ruined my day. Well, I don't think the initial fucking I mean
3: guy. Uh, of course the initial reaction was just was an oh my god. I mean, I, I'm not I don't know.
4: I don't know. Fucking I, I, fucking I actually refer to different know, I look at it re- like re- oh re- my god recreate I recreate it.
2: Well, I, you asked me where I was. Where were you, Blue? <laughs> well, thanks, Craig. Um, you know, honestly, I'll tell you where, where I was at, and I, I'll remember for forever because we were in a classroom. I was in I was in probably high really? school. Yeah, I was probably in high school and watching uh, um, a. Yeah. And we were watching something, huh? Yeah, oh yeah, no, was I was in high school. I was in college. I was, at, I was in my college, <laughs> uh, my my college classroom, and I was watching a. Uh, <laughs> Uh, a you I don't know where you were at. You're just making some shit. <laughs>
4: like, no. where was well, I college college of
3: Death Row Records. No, no, no. College I was at of Hard Knocks. Oh, I went to college, Jack. You
2: know what I mean? For about two weeks. USC. For how many uh, well, months? I didn't go to USC. You, US didn't, look three, up my, you didn't look up my. They you haven't looked up University my my LinkedIn. My LinkedIn. No, so I was I was watching the movie.
4: Oh my God! No, see, Listen,
2: no, seriously. Which one is it? You were at school. You're no, in a no. movie. I when? thought I was in school watching a movie, but I was somewhere. He was watching a
0: movie. I was, edu- about I was him getting education. School. This
2: is what I mean. By yeah. I thought it was a memorable moment no, for most no, no. people. Listen, true, obviously, true not for story. you, fucking true, too. True story. No, true story. Here it is. Stoners. Yeah, uh, no. I was, I was watching, I was watching a movie though, and, um, and and at the, at the house, and and then, uh, you know, someone came running in the house and was like, "Dude, put on the news. It's, you know, something's going down. Blah blah blah." and what movie were you watching I don't that remember early the movie. in the morning no, no, i don't remember the movie but i'll tell you what happened though is is i remember flipping it from that movie to the to the uh, uh to the to the the news and we thought it was a um just an airline that was you know a plane was oh, going bang. down we didn't think it was a, an actual attack or anything like that we we <laughs> literally just thought oh my god there you know this plane just got low and or was it was going to crash and it hit a it, it hit a you know a tower we didn't think that it you know was some kind of an attack but then once the second one hit that was when the panic in, in my life started kind of hitting me because i was like holy shit like this is you know th- there's no accident like it wasn't an accident there's two of them hitting now they start talking about you know uh, was this terrorist or what what kind of a an event this was and hijackings you started hearing about the hijackings and everything else and i think you know for me It was more like a panic. You know, I started getting very panicked because I felt like, God, what's next? You know, is it going to hit L.A.? Is it going to you know, are we going to be attacked as well? You know, it it went my mind went into to, you know, uh, obviously, you you don't start. I didn't start thinking about, oh, my God, the people in there. I started thinking about, oh, my God, we're all going to get attacked. We're all being attacked. And then and then I started thinking about the people that were that were that have lost their lives in this and very emotional it you was. know, I I got to 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 a point where I think I I pretty much almost cried. Uh, you know, for probably about fifteen minutes because I was really sh- when I started seeing like people on the streets and they and they had they had stuff all over them and stuff and I'm thinking gosh and they were talking about how many people were in the building we were guessing there was about you know three or five hundred people in the building or something like that I started guessing them you know and I started going oh my god and I could almost feel the souls crying across the country
4: oh, oh. you know what I mean yeah, like I, me a I, 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 I
2: really did I felt this whole you know feeling of just Jesus this is this is really happening right now and um you know I I I, I cried I, I literally I remember crying about Who are you this. with? <laughs> excuse me I was with my blunt <laughs> my blunt My <laughs> no Chelsea I know my blunt I said my blunt I was oh. talking about my weed uh, I was with my weed no um were you with Chelsea at the time or no? You know, 2001? Nah, no, probably not then. Probably not then. I, I, you know, but. Hey, you uh, better. I, hey, hold on. Yeah, we Chris may have to edit like, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you could go check back <laughs> no, for history. Well, no, I mean, I'm just kidding. We're in, we're in, you know, 20, uh, what are we in? 2021? 2021, no, that was 20 married? years ago? No. Okay. Um, but but I, I'll tell you, though, you know, one thought that I I, I really want to say is that, you know, there was so many families that were affected by it. You know, and then and then I thought about, too, it's just like, you know, how about those people that that actually that called in sick that day that 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 didn't go, you know, and that that were just by luck, not there, you know, or the guy that was just going to deliver food or or that had never been there. It was his first time being there, you know, so many emotions, I think, went through my head um, and just to to reflect back and, and to send my condolences out, you know to all the families and and that were affected by this and and all the beautiful lives that were taken it's just a horrific uh moment in our in our time and I'm glad we're talking about it though yeah you it is I mean? it's a big day it's i something. mean like you
4: said 20
5: years anniversary mark where were you at do you remember i will never forget because i was in the hospital when happened- i was in the hospital the night before on september 10th i was at my girlfriend's house that night and i was washing dishes and I was cleaning a big wine glass and it broke in my hand. And I ended up severing a nerve in my hand. And so I don't have feeling in these two fingers. And when it happened, it was just the blood was everywhere. I cut a nerve, I cut a vein and it was uh, just everywhere. And I had to go to the hospital and I was in there overnight. And when I was woke up in the morning, my girlfriend was there, and the TVs. People were in the the lobbies, like what just, room number. Were you in? Oh my god! <laughs> oh my! I room six six six. Oh my god! Oh my god! And then the weirdest thing for me and my girlfriend: a week before that, she was there uh, at the top of the twin towers visiting her her friend. Oh. One that... week. One week before that. So you were kidding me?
2: No, that was. Uh, That's what I'm well, saying. That was pretty. The people that that, that that essentially, like I said, like they, they almost dodged that bullet by not being there or were scheduled to be there because there was a lot of people and they ended up being on investigation because they weren't there. Right. So, you know, if you were supposed to scheduled to be there because you were sick that day and you did or you had to go to the hospital or something happened, it was like, why didn't why weren't you there that day? You know, those people, you know, yeah. that's like splitting hairs. I mean, a- And how- they're
4: always going to remember that. Oh. Like, you know, as you guys remember that, Mark, what are you going to say? I know
5: there's people who I know of who like missed that flight for whatever reason, right? They missed the flight that went down. Those, what were there's three flights that were involved. And they weren't
3: supposed to be on it,
5: right? You know, there's there's lots of those stories. I saw something posted today that that Seth McFarlane and Kevin Hart were supposed to like had tickets on one of those planes and their plans changed for what? Oh, Seth MacFarlane was late because he was hungover. I read on a po- uh, social media post.
4: Best thing that ever happened to him, right? right? Being drunk right. that night and not making that flight. Yeah. Kevin Hart, you said as well, too? or was it? Somebody- I think
5: I saw that post, yeah. It was Seth MacFarlane, Kevin Hart. Like- yeah.
4: It's one of those moments as we celebrate 9-11 and reflect. I'll never forget being on the radio at Power 106, broadcasting in-, in Los Angeles. And I know Chris Franquino said he was, ironically, said he listened to that. That's how he found out. Listening to the show that day, right? That's what you're saying. Yeah, I was driving to work, uh, and I'll never forget. Yeah, Big Boy was talking about it on the morning show, and it was kind of like, "Is he serious? Is this is this serious?" And I think even you guys were talking about like, I- "Is this serious? Is like, is this real?" And then pulling up to the to work, and everyone's just kind of sitting there around the TV In a and fog. Kind of just, yeah. And then when that second plane hit, it was like, oh, shit, well. I I remember sitting there watching the first one hit, you guys, and I I was one of the first ones in the room that I was at. was me, Big Fuzzy, uh, and Jason, our producer, and DJ E-Man. And I remember going, you guys, I have a feeling this whole building's going to come down. (coughs) How in the hell are they going to get all these firemen up there with some hoses to stop this fucking plane from blowing up this building? I remember thinking that. That was the first one of my first random thoughts before the second plane hit it because it didn't come down fast enough but my thought was how can they prevent this from exploding like a plane a yeah. big plane yeah just ran into a building and didn't come out this plane has tons of gasoline on it this is what my logic was at the time thinking and I'm like this thing's gonna blow up that whole fucking twin tower like one of them that's what I first thought and I was like and this was, of course, before I thought it was terrorists. I thought it was just some random act of like one of these planes, like when the Hutton plane, you know, there was been other stories of situations in New York that we've heard about through life of planes falling and this and that. I mean, just in the river and this and that, you know, but I was like, this is this is odd. Is this could it be terrorist? Then, you know, we're watching the news and to think that I was one of the news outlets that was doing it was even weirder because we were constantly monitoring everything to try to get the most information out. And at the time, you know, we're just on every computer watching CNN, everything, everything, and reporting it back. And our audience was millions of listeners that looked at us to give the information. So our phone lines are going crazy. Our boss is in there before you know it. Jimmy Steele is not a, the program director. He's in there everyone's hands on deck resource resources looking looking and then when that other plane hit it was just like game over but oh this is terrorist now and you can hear big and you guys just oh my god and you can hear the terror oh we were on live when it happened we were on live oh my god it's going into the next one right now you're right it's something that's funny chris that you say that you listen to us because i get that back sometimes in life People going, dude, I heard. It was, I remember listening to you guys when 9-11 happened. So it's another moment when we reflect back at 9-11 for me personally. Like random people will say exactly what you said. Oh, dude, I was listening to you guys on Power 106. So yeah. just a reflection as uh, tomorrow is that big day. When we come back, we've got some... Uh, I got a Go Green story, and I know Blue House making waves. It's Cannabis Talk 101. And thank you to all the firemen out there and all the, of course,
2: first... Everyone that You know, was people that go there. And, 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 you know and affected by it.
4: And it's one of those things, like, personally i do every night with my kids we, you know i'm a prayer with my kids and i literally play pray for firemen and police officers because of that event like i never used to before i always liked firemen just because off gp like you know firemen come to help you cops have been a little suspect on here and there but i never prayed for them you know what i'm saying I'm just keeping it 100 after that event prayed for cops and firemen like all the time so it's cannabis
0: talk 101 we'll be right back after this
2: Welcome back, welcome back, guys. Um, you know, a little I, heavy heart right now. Yeah, huh? you know. I, I, listen, I mean, you know, it's one of those things that that really hits you at home when you start thinking about it. And again, you know, think about all the people in those flights, you know, and just, just, just there's so just many. Everybody. People. Just think yeah, about everybody man. who was affected by it. The whole country was shocked, and, and it still is. And and again, there's there's not a person out there that that can't. I mean, every one of us should be you know thinking tomorrow is the day that we need to you know pay some pay some well not morning, only is 9 11
4: you know 20 years but year. now what's going on in afghanistan and this and that and it just makes me think of more and more terrorist acts that could possibly potentially be happening on american soil and you know and, and, and when i think of the terrorist acts that happen on american soil that don't get called terrorist acts because they're happening by americans so those are the ones that i think of too so it's just you know it's just crazy but yeah god bless those
2: yeah, it is. Yeah. Who's making waves blue besides nine eleven? Well, if you're looking to find out who's making waves in cannabis, Cannabis Talk 101 is the place to be. And make sure you check us out on our website at www.cannabisTalk101.com for more information on everything that you've heard here on any of our shows. Guys, Kevin Durant, Team on the, uh, and, and Weed Maps have teamed up, guys. NBA player Kevin Durant and Weed Maps announced a new partnership last week that they will make basketball star online cannabis community talk about cannabis more. They're going to destigmatize cannabis, guys. Not only
4: is this great, but for those who don't know, Kevin. Durant has his hands in a bunch of random cannabis companies that's been low key and hush-hush for a minute. And I believe he's been using cannabis too for a while, but he's very low key and hush-hush about it. I think when you get a big superstar like this, I mean, let's just face it, he's bounced from team to team, won NBA titles, he's won NBA MVPs. He's a stud and for him to do something like this, I think it's a great look for cannabis
2: well he did go on so so to add to that is he went on the ESP he went on espn the other day and said you know it's time to normalize the conversation and you know that made me think because going on to you know uh espn is big and talking about it and he says we need to normalize. what a the, concept we need to normalize right? the con- conversation and start talking about athletes and cannabis because there's so much value in it and there's a lot of people are missing the value and he's noticing that some of these leagues are starting to pull back their regulations and their testings and things like that but still the conversation isn't really being talked about so by teaming up with weed maps and the pop brothers at law own weed maps we all know that that's true. so right craig how long have you guys been the owners about thirty-five yeah, years. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So. 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 You know. There's a rumor out there that they own. We. That's the best rumor it's ever. It's been around for years. But. But. I, I. think that the thought is. Is that. You know. You know. Having the boardroom. He's working with boardroom media network. Um. Which is. It. Which is. Uh. uh and. The, the, which is part of his company. And they're. They're basically building this whole idea of throwing events, uh, community outreach, um, and and making sure that they have athletes coming out in. Uh, on ESPN and and companies like Fox and bigger bigger networks, in order to start talking about cannabis, and I think it's 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 a necessity right now in the cannabis. I mean, in the sports industry, to start moving that that ball forward. What do you think, Joe?
4: I think uh, not only him, but the truth. Uh, former NBA star, ESPN basketball analyst Paul Pierce, also known as the Truth from Los Angeles. Uh, which is funny because I like Paul Pierce, but I don't because he was a Celtics and I'm such a Laker fan, but I like the cat anyways. So it's a kind of a catch-22, especially when he went in that fucking wheelchair and he did that whole stunt and came back and spanked the Lakers. Anyhow, that's my deep, deep story <laughs> about hating him. that? Was, that? So if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. My point is behind, as you're saying everything about Kevin Durant, Paul Pierce was just in Boston over the weekend and he was in a bunch of dispensaries promoting his new line, Truth Number 34 Cannabis Brand. So, you know, not only do you have Kevin Durant doing that. yeah, have Paul, Paul Pierce, Pierce that was just uh, known to be doing it. And we talked about Paul Pierce's... I, I mentioned it in the Go Green segment a while back. But he's literally out at the dispensary slapping hands, kissing babies, saying what's up, I'm out here at this at the dispensary. And he's had some troubles when he got let go from ESPN recently. But the point to your point is normalizing it. Sure, Being out there and talking about it. Being a huge sports icon. Granted, Paul Pierce is retired. Kevin Durant is active. Those are two different, you know, type of players. Kevin Durant too has a couple gold medals from the Olympics, so he's a, a former Olympian. I mean, he's not only just a basketball player, but he's you know doing all these things. So it's I'd about like, time they stepped
3: well, up. Well, We've been saying this shit forever. Well, they're also but it takes they it takes these guys scared, to exactly. step up. To finally make the conversation move forward, uh, well, and, well, and
4: for everything, you ready for this? Even when you look no, at one not. of the most
3: influential, <laughs> you're such an asshole. Well, one
2: of the, one of the thoughts. <laughs> no, seriously though, one of the thoughts that he brought to the table was uh, uh, Sha-Kari, uh Richardson, right? Shakari Shakiri, Sha-Kari Sha-Kari, Sha-Kari, Shakari Shakari Richardson, Sha-Kari Richardson uh, was denied of the Winter Olympics, and you know, and, and this is an outrage. I mean, this is something that you know that that. Oh, we talked
4: about that whole but, thing for but it's you know.
2: but it's based on old Did You say winter outdated, Olympics? It's old outdated uh uh beliefs and, and that, that are that are coming to for fruition and need to be corrected. And I think that that's the thing. It's old outdated, you know, uh people that are talking about this and it's just they're flat out lies is what he says about the plant.
4: I'm just wondering what weed maps and Kevin Durant and what he got for that, because that's a big push. Like what it, who at your PR department did you guys get, and how did you guys get Kevin Durant, Wassermans?
2: Well, that was, that was actually, um, we have to give it to Weedmaps. Well, yeah, we had a phone. We had a call. Yeah, they
3: own it. So, Wassermans,
4: how do they do that? Weedmaps, CEO, CEO, Weedmaps, Weedmaps, CEO, Weedmaps CEO Chris Beals. fishing.
3: Re, uh, Chris Beals. I want you to come over to my company. It was Chris Beals
2: of, of Weedmaps. Is that, is, that, is
4: actually, that why uh, last week, Mark, you gave me uh, Kevin's
5: email information to hit him up? Yeah. No, that was KG, not KD. Oh, that's right. That's, that's
4: right. right. Kevin Garnett is KG, and Kevin Garnett has his cannabis brand as well he's working on. I just think it's great that all these guys come out and talk about it. I mean, you know, I, I was just around another football player this past week, and we're ironically, we're talking about cannabis, but he does not use it. And uh, he's a former football <laughs> player in the NFL, and he, know, he actually played with Kyle Turley, and um, we were referencing how more and more athletes, if this is what they need to make themselves feel better, then this is what they should be able use to use. You no, know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's not it, so even cats that aren't for it and promoted act like they know. Oh, it's like well, it should not, be a normal not, thing. So,
2: so so the thing is, is is that the education isn't there that that has taught them that it is better than the Vicodin and oxycodone and the shots that they're getting and this and that because they can use cannabis. If it was taught properly, then they would say, hey, I'm not taking this um, medication to get high. The the conversation has been, hey, you're a stoner, you're a stoner. And and, and anytime I'm on air or someone says, hey, what do you do? I'm in the cannabis industry. Oh, that's, you know, I guess you get some good weed. And it's like, no it's not even about that like you you have to take a step back and look at the situation the and yeah it's like we get the best we not not <laughs> oh. no but but the the, the conversation is, is how about the best medicine how about the best the it's best all medicine ha- how long
4: therapy, before therapy. no but how about this? therapy you guys, random how long before you think you'll hear oh that medicine smells good how long before it's a normal thing, not a forced thing? Because somebody will say that it almost sounds forced, and I'm I don't, being think, I
3: don't think it'll ever be called that. I mean, it's going to be tough. Cannabis. I don't know. No, no. The thing that's stupid is this: cannabis, in and of itself, is medicine. You don't have to call it medical cannabis or non-medical there's no such thing as non-medical cannabis it's a government made up thing so you can have a a city that had to justify why we're going to allow storefronts now for medical reasons and uh and that's why there's some cities still today only have medical they don't even have adult use and
4: why so, could I hear someone from the other side going and calling it medicine is a government made-up name because it's not medicine? It doesn't need to be called medicine. It is medicine. I, I agree with you, Craig. I'm just saying I hear the the other side arguing drugs. still in my head. There is
3: no other side. You don't need to call it anything. Uh, I'm You're calling call it,
4: it what I'm used to hearing in life. Call it sucks. cannabis? I know. And I'm just saying how that long before medicine. people will act like it's what it is? And I agree with you. It is medicine, but it's not what's normalized. It's going to happen in
3: uh, one year, year eight months, seven days.
4: You know what? Do you think that's going to happen before it's on the shelves in Costco with that bet between you and Blue or after that? (laughs) It's (laughs) Cannabis Talk 101. We'll be right back after this.
6: Beep, beep.
5: Take a hit, get lit, and sit back and enjoy Cannabis Talk 101. Mark and Craig Pop this is at law with Blue and Joe Grande. And guys, I got a good when cannabis goes bad right out of Nevada. The headline reads, FBI investigating Nevada cannabis business licensing process. We're going to see a big shakeup in Nevada. Federal agents have been scrutinizing the Nevada cannabis licensing process To determine if any corruption was involved in the awarding of business permits. The RICO Act. This is what we're talking about. Here it is. Watch out, guys. According to the Las Vegas Review-Journal, FBI agents have been speaking with Nevada cannabis industry executives for at least a year. The investigation is focused on potential pay-to-play situations that might have arisen since the state legalized adult-use cannabis in 2016. Now, one former state lawmaker, Chad Christensen, who co-owns Piso's Dispensary in Las Vegas, told the Review Journal he spoke with FBI agents for roughly 45 minutes last December about his suspicions of corruption during the licensing process. The newspaper cited two other anonymous industry sources who reported similar conversations with FBI agents who asked whether bribes or campaign contributions were used to influence the distribution of cannabis licenses. In addition, the Nevada Attorney General's Office was notified in February 2020 of a joint investigation being run by the state's Department of Public Safety and Federal Authorities. The federal probe could be fueled by an ongoing legal battle over 64 cannabis business licenses that were awarded in 2018 to 17 businesses from a pool of 127 applicants. In 2019, Nevada governor appointed a task force to root out corruption or criminal influences in the state's cannabis industry. Guys... This is going to be coming to a head probably in the next year as these investigations continue. And what do you think? I think corruption will be uncovered. What do you think?
4: I mean, I think it's, you know, in any line of work, right? And I'm not just saying cannabis. I'm talking you want to get a liquor license. I'm talking you want to open up a smoke shop. And if you know Race people, the wheels. You know, exactly, Craig. And it's the same shit that happened. Well, this one now the is cannabis though. So it's a little more
3: No, high. no, no. What no, what it is, it's a whole new industry opened up to the real world. Because back in the day, I mean, there wasn't there wasn't corruption, man. I mean, there'd be some, you know, crime on crime maybe, but for the most part in the community was small, blue knows this that no one fucked with anybody.
2: Yeah. Everybody, yeah, they everybody fuck work worked they together. Fucked, they fucked with them,
3: yeah. No, I th- fuck around with them back in the day. Whoa, now it opens mouth? it up to all kinds of shit, including
2: that. Well, I'll, I'll tell you one thing that that you know is interesting is, you know, when you when you started talking about this, Mark, my, my mind went to, you know, if they are found guilty, right? Do they go back to the other 117 people and say, hey, you know, we made a mistake. And allow just the free open, like, you know, like Oklahoma. Do they just no. open it up and no. allow everybody do, to? What, the what, what about the case that you
4: guys What's had? What's the result?
2: Remember the case that you guys the had? That, that guy goes to jail. And that's it? It's a
3: done deal? It's a criminal prosecution. Do, do the guy that gave him money go to jail too? No, they usually turn uh, state's evidence and rat on the guy who they gave it to. And the, who who, who give it, gave it to him. And just the guy that got the money got, goes down. <laughs> No, the politician.
2: Hopefully, just a politician. But I'm saying you don't think that the city would open up and allow you know just because I mean if they had you know Vegas just allowed it to open up everywhere
3: you know it'd be a great place to go. They're all the same. All the cities are the same. Well, that would they were in Adelanto. No, was it Adelanto? Yeah,
5: Adelanto had had the corruption, and another city, Baldwin Park. I mean. It's, yeah, it's going to be of kind cities. of
3: anywhere, right? That they have these what big are people old thinking. grabs. No, these are just America's dumbest criminals. But it happens all the
4: time. So when you ask, what do you think? I think it happens all the time. And, and they're, I think they're it's getting caught. Normal.
3: And they're getting yeah. caught. And it,
4: hopefully not justice getting, will be not served. They're
2: not getting caught enough. Exactly. That's why I say hopefully justice will be served. I think they should have to, you know, when the city and the state get involved in something like that, I think the city
3: and the state, not just the politician that took the money. Well, it's potential that that if it's a payoff to an actual licensed clinic or, I mean, licensed permitted business, they could yank that permit. Here's the fucked up part about this whole scenario. You ready for this? say
4: you're in congress or you're in the know of the city or the state and you know that Garden Grove just pick your city's going to open up and then you go out and buy some property or you tell your as a business partner let's go get some land over there let's That's get this That's okay na-. That's okay. That's like insider trading. Exactly. It's bullshit. It's the same kind of concept of what you're describing, Mark, of how this legal type of fucking. And I think there's consequences to that as well. It, it, you would hope, but guess what? It goes under because my other company opened it up, or you know, we had no, such they, and such they, company do it. They have
3: ways. If, if, if they catch on, I mean, these people are doing criminal acts. The key word you said, Craig, is if. If, if they catch on, trying. it's like any other criminal, and they're taking their chances, and
4: they may or may not get caught and my point to it is it happens all the time so this type of thing that you say when cannabis goes bad mark i think and you said what do i think i think it happens all the time and i think it happens in bigger grander ways that we get the wool pulled over our eyes cuz because these congress the whatever they're making money on top of money. Look at these people who have a, a job that we, uh, you know, pick them for, and they have fucking homes all over the country, big mansion style right. homes, right? You know what I mean? And, and God bless them for doing well. I wonder how well they did with all the inside information they have. I'm just saying well, it happens.
2: It, 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 it goes down to you you get out the ambulance,
4: Joe. I'm just saying it happens. So when Mark Man. asks, what do I think about it? I think it happens, and it's almost one you of those the things guy who that was we
3: profiting from all of it?
4: I, I, You know what's Craig? I wish I was. I wish I was, and then I'd sit there and tell everybody, you know what? It is Why what I? it is. If you don't like it, get another job where you could be on the end. No, if so- you don't
3: like it, pay the guy more money.
2: <laughs> Either well, way, I, you know, sometimes you don't even know. Like, like some of these guys wake up with a lottery ticket too, though. You know, they have had a piece of property and and they're looking at retiring now, and then all of a sudden, this damn piece of property is worth millions more than it's worth in the town because cannabis is coming there. And it's funny that you know the price well, of that's cannabis. That's different.
3: That's just good luck. Yeah, that well, that's good well, luck. All right. Yeah, we were talking about criminal shit. So I don't know how you segued into that.
4: Well, before we go, I want to give you guys a go green quick one right now, and it's about cannabis drinks. And they just done some new research out there, and the study highlights the potential growth of the cannabis beverage industry. So by twenty twenty, they already made two hundred and fifty million, right? By the end of twenty twenty. By twenty thirty one, they're saying it's gonna be at six billion dollars. Over the next decade, the market value is predicted to expand to 24 times that, climbing by 38% from 2021 to 2031 to approach the $6 billion mark. CBD-based drinks are anticipated to make up to Three of the times that in sales, it's just crazy to think that where they anticipate this to go, which they did this with cannabis, and it did this. Look what happened in Illinois. Look what happened in Oklahoma, California. They're making these marks. It's not like they're far off from it. You know, so to think, oh, should I be in this? And, uh, you know, a lot of non-alcoholic cannabis-infused beverages are expected to comprise 50% of consumption, and a few major players have made moves in this sector, and perhaps the most significant development is Svedka Vodka. I don't know if you drink that one, Craig. Is that one of your vodka brands? No, no. no Tito's! Doing- okay. Well, it's the uh, Constellation Brands is the one that owns that, which is a huge, huge company. They pumped billions of dollars into the cannabis company, Canopy Growth, since 2017, and now own around 38% of that business. So Constellation Brands, just to give you an idea of what they own, they own um, Corona, you know what I mean? And they own uh, Modelo, uh, not Modelo, uh, I think they also, they own a few other big brands, but as long as it's vodka as well, my point is they are putting in billions of dollars, not millions, billions of dollars already. For these cannabis drinks, so when you wonder, oh, I wonder who's going to do it or what they're doing, they're in the process of doing it. They're don't spending billions of dollars on it. So to- when you hear they're going to be making six billion by twenty thirty one, I think that's a good look. And I don't think it's too late to get in the game because just you know like it's interesting, have, Joe, what's interesting, Joe. What is that? Is that I, I,
3: I I saw a email today, and I didn't really look at it much. It was you know it was uh, promoting a, another cannabis type convention, but it was a convention that looked like pretty, I'm pretty sure it was regarding specifically cannabis infused drinks, the whole convention, really? So it might be all the ancillary products you need to make that stuff and then all the different brands that do it. I don't know, but uh, it it goes in line with what you're saying. But the crazy thing is, as big as that's going to get, it's still a small percentage of overall sales. So imagine if it's a small—if that's a small percent of overall sales, do the math. Exactly.
4: I'm Joe Grande, and that's your Go Green segment.
3: And there it is, boys and girls. And remember to
2: sincerely make sure you tell your loved ones about 9/11 and uh, share it with your friends. And never forget that uh, you know people are out there that have been hurt by this. And we love you guys. If no one else does, we do. Peace.
0: Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Asking
4: the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances.